ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन शलाकाय We'll continue with questions and answers. Those who have questions may kindly write them and give them to Gunadam Prabhu here. Of course, the questions should be on the subject matter of Krishna and Krishna consciousness. We don't want questions on marine biology, atomic physics, Shakespeare's sonnets or any such things. We want to hear about... What do we want to hear about? Krishna! We have all come here to hear about Krishna. And anyway, I don't know anything about marine biology, atomic physics or Shakespeare's sonnets, but by Prabhupada's grace, at least theoretically, I know something about Krishna. So let's discuss this subject matter. Even though we may have heard these topics many times, we shall hear them again. We shall hear them again. Because Shunu... Shukadam Shubadam Bhavasaram. By hearing we become happy and our lives become auspicious in this otherwise miserable material world. So there are some questions from yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, so please. Mm-hmm. How to get ready to prepare one's consciousness before going to Holy Hall? Who asked this question? When are you planning to go? I won't ask for money for Karti means they're probably going to go to Vrindavan, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Translated. Yeah. In Kartik they'll be going oh. to Vrindavan. Well, obviously we should be uh, thinking about how to purify our consciousness. It's just like, for instance, uh, Prabhupada recommended that devotees who are very much agitated by sexual desires, they're recommended to engage in deity worship. Now it seems that in such a consciousness you shouldn't perform deity worship. Well, that's true. So, that's the idea, that if you engage in deity worship, then you have to think, now all these bad thoughts, I have to kick them out of my mind so that I can be fit to enter on Krishna's altar. So, going to the dham means that we should prepare ourselves by realizing that we should kick all the nonsense out of our minds. Naturally, we'll be anxious to visit the holy places of Krishna's pastime. But actually, even more important than that is what? Sadhu Sangha, hearing from devotees. Yatirta buddhi salilaina karhi jij janeshvavigneshu sa eva gokaraha. Krishna says that people who think that their pilgrimage is complete simply by taking a bath in the holy waters there has no more developed consciousness than that of an animal. We also find in Prabhupada Lamrita that Prabhupada said, Prabhupada said that to go to a dham means to associate with the sadhus there. So sometimes we see devotees go almost in the mood of a tourist. Like, I'll see this place and that place, and then you say, I saw it all. Or uh, sometimes they spend more time chatting in the cafe than engaging in hearing and chanting. So we can't actually get much benefit from going to the town with such consciousness. We should go there with a very serious mood, with a desire, desire to increase our hearing and chanting. If you're going to stay in Vrindavan during Kartik, it's good to take some, uh, up some special vows, right. especially chanting more rounds and studying Shastra more. So with this consciousness, understanding that it is a great opportunity for spiritual advancement, so we should take it seriously. Mm. Much more could be said, but that's a brief overview. Oh, is it true that the most effective Preaching to people are three 
then these people cannot get much so much benefit and we can become contaminated also. Well, definitely these three activities are the main thrust of the preaching movement. Book distribution, prasad distribution, and distribution of the holy name through Harinam Sankirtan. But of course we also have to speak to people individually. But uh, generally we won't spend so much time speaking to people unless they're willing to listen to the message of Krishna. Prabhupada wrote one letter in which he said that what is the use of your giving a short speech? Better you give them a book. But definitely personal preaching is required. Especially when people come to our temples, we should visit them and we should receive them nicely. If uh, people ask us questions, we should not avoid, we should answer them. As far as being contaminated with by others, well, if we are more strong, then we won't be contaminated by others. But definitely our main activities for mass preaching are book distribution, prasad distribution, and Harinam Sankirtan. But that doesn't mean that we should stop all speaking to others. After all, how did any of us take up Krishna consciousness? Because devotees took the trouble to speak to us. We see that uh, Prabhupada, we spend time every day speaking to devotees and non-devotees. Mm-hmm. In one of the homages to Shri Sakriva, I learned that to be successful in continuing Shri Prabhupada's mission, it is necessary. Austerity is necessary, purity is necessary, and strict forward. And uh, one must endeavor when you go with it. Mm-hmm. So, that's better to do it Well, definitely devotees have to be serious if we are to follow Prabhupada and expand his mission. Krishna consciousness is not simply a hobby, it's a very serious commitment. And the aim of the Krishna consciousness movement is to spread to others, that means to induce people to change their way of life. So we won't be able to do that unless we are serious ourselves. Now, there is a fairly common misconception that we should, devotees should be more like the materialists and then they can relate to us better and then Krishna consciousness will will become more accepted. Have you heard this idea? No. Those of you who haven't are fortunate. There's the idea that we, should, we shouldn't dress as devotees, better we dress as non-devotees, then people can accept us better. And we shouldn't be so fanatical, I mean, we should watch TV sometimes and be like more like normal people. Well, if we do that, then there's no question of spreading Krishna consciousness, because we're not in Krishna consciousness ourselves, so how can we spread it? So it, it requires commitment to be a devotee. This whole way of life is quite different to that which most people in the modern world follow. Rising early in the morning, being very strict in what we eat, strict adherence to sadhana. But, uh, we see that quite a few devotees, after some time, they think, well, you know, all this rising early, it's too much trouble, better I sleep more and early in the morning. So such ideas may, be, uh, may increase the comforts of our bodies, but it won't help us to advance in Krishna consciousness, and it won't help us to spread Krishna consciousness. So we should follow what Prabhupada has given us. That will give us spiritual strength. And if we don't follow, then we won't have spiritual strength. It's a very simple thing to understand. And if we don't have spiritual strength, then there's no question of spreading the Krishna consciousness movement. And actually, if we have such an outlook that then we become, if we have such an outlook that we're not strictly following, then we ourselves become like karmis. Karmi way of life is that I have my home, my wife, my children, my job, my dacha with a little 
land for growing beetroots. And I have my dog and my cat and I have my religion also. So religion becomes just uh, some small part of our lives. But Krishna conscious means that life is lived for the sake of Krishna and all other things are incidental. And all other things? Are uh, incidental. Incidental means they're secondary. So definitely we have to be serious. And what to speak of spreading Krishna consciousness if we're not serious, we won't be Krishna conscious ourselves. Someone asked me, I was just in the Czech Republic, someone asked me a similar question. That how should we relate with devotees who speak like this, that you shouldn't be so fanatical, you shouldn't follow all these things. So I replied that we should offer our respects to such devotees, but from a distance of at least two kilometers. Because such association is... uh, it's, it's almost like karmic. Rather, we should associate with advanced devotees who encourage us to take up the process of Krishna consciousness more and more and more. No hands on mouths, please. I'll say it again and again. Then, another question. Mm. What is the cause of, uh, what causes the loss of enthusiasm in devotional souls? And what to do in this situation? Well, enthusiasm is one of the six qualities of, uh, this one of the six factors uh, for acquiring perfection in Krishna consciousness. It is the first of the six factors mentioned by Rupa Goswami in this regard. What are those six? Who can say? Now we got one. Saha, that means enthusiasm. Nischa means, can anyone say? Determination. Utsaha, mm. Nischa, then next. Dharyat means, anyone? Steadiness. Tolerance. Steadiness, yeah, patience. It literally means patience. It's a little slightly different. Mm. Steadiness. Utsahan Dharyat, then Tat Tat Karma Pavartanat, which means to follow regulated principles. Ah, then Sangatyaga, which means giving up bad association. Satovrite, which Prabhupada has translated as uh, to follow the footsteps of great devotee. Then Shadhya Bhakti, what's the next word? Prasidhyati. Which means by these six, uh, our sadhana bhakti is perfected. Now the question is that what spoils enthusiasm? So that is answered in the next verse of the Upadesha Amrita. The six factors, shadhya bhakti vinashyati, by which bhakti is spoiled, destroyed. In previous verse. Is it previous? Alright, alright. So, so what are those six? No, no, Utsahan we just had. No, Atyahara Prayasashtra. Atyahara, yeah. Atyahara means eating too much. From what I heard, there's not that much chance around here of that. They're helping yeah, yes. the devotees here by not giving them too much prasad. <laughs> so, uh, eating too much or it can also mean? Excessive, yeah, they call it. Collecting to Atyahara, then? Prayas? An- Un- unnecessary, yeah, unnecessary endeavor, endeavor for, for material, material things, yeah. Then next one, prajalpa. Well, we all know what prajalpa means. We're all guilty. We're all guilty of unnecessary Then, niyamagraha. What does this mean? There are two meanings. To follow blindly, for the sake of following. Blind following or not following. Prajalpa, niyamagraha. Then? Janasangas. Janasangha means? Association with materialistic people. Associating with materialistic people. And? Hmm? Lolium, being greedy, 
being greedy for mundane achievements. So these are the six factors that lead to spoiling of our devotional service. No hands in mouths, please. We should have a little Archiman cup. Everyone should be washing their hands all the time. Because you put your hands on your mouth, then you'll put in your beads, you'll put on the door, and then someone else will tell everything becomes contaminated. That's why in Indian culture, they traditionally the Brahmins would live in their own area, and those who are considered untouchable, they wouldn't come in that area. Because the Brahmanas, they're worshipping the deity, so for that you have to maintain purity and cleanliness. But uh, someone who's always putting their hand in their mouth, uh, then that means unclean. And everything they touch also becomes unclean. So Prabhupada wanted to teach Brahminical culture, so that's one important factor. Don't put the hand in or on the mouth, unless you're brushing your teeth or eating, that's all. Or unless you're a dentist, that's another reason. Otherwise, keep the hands away from the mouth. So this, uh, what spoils our enthusiasm, you please study this nectar of instruction. It's printed in Russian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You please study this. Srila Prabhupada has given an elaborate purport. Practically speaking, if we adhere strictly to the regulated principles of rising early, chanting our rounds, engaging at least once daily, if not more, in kirtan, and dedicate our lives to the service of Krishna, then we'll always remain enthusiastic. Try and preach also, according to our capacity. Not everyone can be a world-conquering acharya, but at least in your home, to your friends, to someone, preach. That will help us to remain enthusiastic. Unless we're pushing against maya, then maya is going to push us back. Keep association with enthusiastic devotees. Yeah, the next question. Mm-hmm. Our service suffers uh, because we know how to start to serve. <laughs> then you take training. Who's asked this question? Which service are you engaged in? He means the mentality, the mood of, of service, service mood. Yeah, then same point, take training. Either in the uh, details of how the service is to be formed or in the attitude with which it is to be formed, training is required. When I uh, was first allowed to join the temple, one of the first services I was given was to clean the floor upstairs. So, uh, my mother had always tried to get me to do that, and I always hated to do it. So, I wasn't very enthusiastic. So, I came here for spiritual life, not for cleaning the floor. And then the temple commander came and said, Look, I'm going to show you how to clean the floor for Krishna. And I realized, oh yes, it's for Krishna. I should do it properly. So, we should always remember that the service we're doing is not mundane service, it's for Krishna. And if we think like that, we'll always be enthusiastic. Why not be enthusiastic? If we don't work for Krishna, then we have to work for maintaining, simply to maintain this material body. We have to serve some mundane personality. We're uselessly serving some miserly rascal. What for? Just for a drop of flickering happiness. So, better serve Krishna with full enthusiasm for the sake of gaining Brahma Sokyam Tvanantam, unlimited transcendental bliss in the service of Krishna. What utility means for you? Well, it's not different for me than for anyone else. I don't have my own dictionary with my own definitions. <laughs> utility means that uh, we have to act according to time, place and circumstance and use our intelligence on how best to serve Krishna in various conditions. Of course, everyone finds themselves in different conditions. But in whatever condition we are in, we should chant Hare Krishna, 
and try to serve Krishna to the best of our ability. Prabhupada once gave an example that uh, one man he found there, there was just lying on the road some old piece of some of metal wire that had been thrown out and some old pumpkin shell and some stick which they're all useless things by themselves but he put them all together and made this ekta you know they they have this one string instrument and you move your hand up and down you ding 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 this called ekta yeah well, well, that's a very primitive form of it yeah. so that's an example of utility as the principle Prabhupada said also uh, good management means to get to, to bring together a bunch of fools and get a job done <laughs> Prabhupada brought together a group of hippies which Prabhupada said uh, hippie means someone who's useless for any purpose either material or spiritual but Prabhupada uh, he induced them to take up Krishna consciousness and he spread Krishna consciousness all over the world with the most unlikely people hippie means uh, by just like this dhruvrata they were firmly dedicated to undisciplined life but uh, Prabhupada somehow was able to capture their hearts and engage them in Krishna's service another of Prabhupada's uh, favorite maxims was do the needful do whatever is required in Krishna's service and Krishna will give the intelligence how to do it another example there are so many examples I'll give one more now maybe you know that this brahmin thread this should not be taken off if it becomes old or broken then you put another one on and only after chanting the gayatri mantra with both of them on can you take that one the old one off so once prabhupad was at a program and the mic stand was broken so it wouldn't stay on the mic stand and this uh, poet allen ginsberg he offered to give his shoelace to tie it up Prabhupada wasn't very enthusiastic to use his shoelace. Prabhupada told his one disciple, "Give me your Brahmin thread." And he tied it up with that. So that's an example of utility as the principle. According to strict rules, you shouldn't take that Brahmin thread off. But Prabhupada was thinking, preaching is the essence. So there's an example. Utility means um, that considering preaching is the essence, doing the needful to facilitate that. I understand which kind of devotional service. one should engage in to uh, to become satisfied well there's a famous verse in shrimad bhagavatam which directly addresses this question what is the answer what kind of religion is it that can satisfy us savai pung sang paro dharmo yato bhakti adhokshaje ahaitaki pratihata yayatna suprasedati There's the answer. Who, who can give the translation in Russian? Anyone? You only know in Sanskrit, not in Russian? Yeah, so it should be unmotivated and uninterrupted. Now we may think, well, what about my own particular propensity? Mm-hmm. I think this is maybe what the question was aiming at. Mm-hmm. Should I paint for Krishna, Krishna or clean the floor for Krishna? Mm-hmm. Or should I cook for Krishna? Should I distribute Krishna's books? There are many, many things that can be done in Krishna's service. But ultimately it's the attitude with which we perform service that will help us to advance and unless we become advanced like that then we won't be satisfied so you may gradually find out which service is required for you krishna will reveal that in course of time generally in the beginning when devotees come to krishna consciousness they're engaged in various kinds of services and generally after some time a devotee naturally gravitates towards that 
kind of service which he has the propensity for. We see even among the uh, gurus in our movement that uh, some are more inclined towards one area of service and others towards another area. Of course, they're all interested in preaching Krishna consciousness, but uh, some put more emphasis on festivals, some are, yeah, some are more engaged in expanding the congregational preaching, some are putting more emphasis in education, some are uh, interested more in deity worship. So you see, whatever we do in Krishna's service, if it's actually done for Krishna's service, then we will be satisfied. The aim should be to satisfy Krishna. And if Krishna is satisfied with our service, then we will be satisfied. Although in another sense, we should not be satisfied. We should always think I should try to improve my service. We should never think I've done enough. Now it's time to retire. There's no retirement in Krishna consciousness. <laughs> we have many questions. Huh? That's nice. You can say that. You know this complaint that I what? Sleep. Well, there are different possible causes for this. One is mental, uh, one division is mental and another is physical. Mental means if we don't have interest in the subject matter, then uh, naturally, we, if we're feeling bored, we may fall asleep. Another is physical, we may be very tired. It's quite understandable if you've been traveling a long distance, that maybe when you first come to the festival, you're quite tired. Or if you don't get enough sleep at night. So we should try to be sensible, take rest on time. If nevertheless you feel tired, it's good to stand up. Some of our devotees, they used to keep, you know these flower sprays, you spray with them. Yeah. They used to keep that and spray devotees with It's a gentle way of waking them up. Yeah. Now, this okay. practice is not at all good. Out, out of sentiment, someone buys deities, as if you think you can buy Krishna. Krishna. I, I bought deities for 1,000 rupees. You can't buy Krishna. And then they worship for some time like a hobby, and then they give it up because they, they don't have the commitment to do that. And then someone says, Oh, Krishna came into my life. Someone gave me the deities, as if it's some transcendental leela. Actually, it just means that the person who, who took the deities, they weren't serious. So actually, if you take up deity worship, you should continue throughout your life, and then when you're old and you can't do it, then you give to someone else. If simply uh, you take up and you... You stop doing because you feel, I, I don't feel like doing it anymore. That's actually very offensive. So if someone says, I want to give you my deity, you tell them, no, you worship. You're worshiping, you continue worship. So before you start, you should consider very seriously. It may be that your life will change, you'll, be, you'll have more material commitments, you'll have less time. So you should continue these things very seriously before you start. Mm-hmm. Uh, please tell a few words about your preaching activities in India and places. Yeah, well, India is a, a very... Big and special preaching field. Big means uh, more than a billion people. And special, according to Shastra, it's the most important place in the universe for, for Krishna consciousness. As Prabhupada, as, Prabhupada, as Prabhupada said, everyone in India is Krishna conscious. Of course, th- that means they all, there's some inclination to Krishna consciousness there. Although, uh, you know, fully Krishna conscious, otherwise you wouldn't need to preach to them. But uh, our movement is very well established there and... Our temples are very well frequented. Many, many people come to our temples. Yeah. My own personal activities there, I, well, I travel mostly to the, a few places which I visit regularly and I try to encourage the devotees there. Recently, uh, well, last, last two or three years, I've had the opportunity to uh, lecture in Hindi on TV. Myself and other Islam devotees also. But the fact that I have this white skin and I'm speaking on Hindi. It has a, has a very uh, 
great effect on people's minds. They think, oh, they take that very seriously. So as a result of that, uh, pretty much wherever I go, people come up to me and say, I saw you on TV. So recently, um, we, our devotees, they started giving Gita lectures on the very biggest channel, biggest Hindi channel, which is watched literally by hundreds of millions of people. So I expect that uh, expect that preaching to this will lead to more and more opportunities for mass preaching through TV. I expect that to expand more in future. And also, uh, one of the reasons I come to the Western countries is because we also want Western brahmacharis preaching in India because it has a it has a great preaching effect. The whole world is following America, including Ukraine. But uh, in India, when they see Western devotees, they presume all from the Western world. You see, they're coming from that culture and they're taking up our culture. That we are trying to follow their culture, but they're taking up our culture. So they take it very seriously. It has a, has a good effect on preaching. And Western devotees who spend time in India, they can also learn many useful aspects of Indian culture. As far as visiting holy dhams, well, actually, I don't spend much time in Mayapur or Vrindavan, which are the principal dhams. Many of my godbrothers who are based in the West spend more time and know the dhams better than I do. Of course, I've visited Mayapur and Vrindavan many times. I can't count how many times. But uh, I'm more traveling in different parts of India. And by Krishna's grace, I've had the opportunity to visit many, many holy places in India. But really, uh, I, I can honestly say, and not just theoretically, but really, the holy places that we were saying, there was the first question that came up, holy places where there are devotees. The, the sanctity of the holy places very much depends on the character of the people living there. So in some places we go, the holy places, the, the atmosphere is almost completely materialistic because the residents there, they're mostly interested in simply getting money from the people who visit. But in places where we find that the, the residents are very devotional, then, then also that Krishna is introduced through his devotees. So the devotees, by their devotion, Help others also to increase in their devotion by visiting holy places. Anyway, I recommend if you all get the chance, please visit Mayapur and Vrindavan. It's better to go to Mayapur before going to Vrindavan. Get the mercy of Gaur Nitai first, that's the proper system. Nitaya Karuna Hobe Braja Radha Krishna Pabe. By the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, then we can get Radha and Krishna. We've heard that the word came up this morning in the class. It means eager to hear. You're eager to hear. Shadadhana sya. Shadadhana means those who have faith. Shadadhana means those who have faith. Shadadhana sya means of those who have So, and then those who are eager to hear and who are faithful, then from that, Vasudeva Kataruchi, then one gets a taste for hearing. Then uh, you get a taste for hearing, which is especially enhanced by Syan Mahatsevaya Vipra, by serving great devotees. Syan Mahatsevaya Vipra, Punyatirta Nishevanam, serving great devotees who are themselves holy places. We're discussing about holy places. This verse says that those who are great devotees, they're themselves holy places. Mobile holy places. So, one more question, I think. If you have a devotee who has not achieved yet the age of 25 years, except because of the ashram, how is this, how is this done? 
Uh, there's no rule that one has to be 25 before he gets married. According to Vedic culture, everything is very carefully arranged by parents. And marriage uh, takes place usually at quite a young age. Although actual living together of husband and wife may come later. It's a very big subject. Be serious, that's amazing. Don't enter into marriage as another hobby. One has to be very responsible in family life. No divorce. So even if you throw the whole room at your wife or husband every day, you should not divorce them. Of course, I know that many of you, I don't know about many of you, but many people take to Christian consciousness having already been divorced, and we don't condemn you for that. But those who are entering into uh, family life in Christian consciousness, they should... Uh, not they should not follow the karmi idea that if you don't like your wife or husband then you just get divorced Christian consciousness uh, devotees in Christian consciousness are supposed to show a better standard to human society so that's a very big subject I don't have time to discuss it more now just have time to show you some of these books if some of you want to take I think you already know my main service in Prabhupada's service is writing books so please encourage me by taking some and whatever else I may or may not may or may not do properly 